You're listening to the Mentors for Military podcast with your hosts, Robert Gowan, Rudy Lindsay, Mike Pritz, and Kat Kalin. Well, first off, welcome to the show, man. I appreciate you coming on. Thank you, Robert. It's good to be here. <laughs> you had to walk a total of what? Probably, I don't oh, know, 50 yards? At least, yeah. Actually, a little less, but uh, about 25 <laughs> yards, and I was at your back door, so. <laughs> so, let's see. I've known Bob now for about three years, I guess it's been. At least, yeah. Yeah. Of course, we work out together, good friends in the whole bit. But Bob also is known as the the voice of bodybuilding. Of course, he's out there. Voice of Mr. Olympia, I think, is another title that you have. You have several titles, I think. I got a whole bunch of titles. Depends on who you talk to. That's, my that's my wife has a lot of titles for me. I bet she does. As a matter of fact, I know she does. So <laughs> yes, yes. the <clears throat> veteran community is really involved inside bodybuilding. And I know that recently you were telling me about a story of a gentleman that was on active duty that you brought up to the stage. Maybe you can kind of tell us a little bit about that, because I remember you kind of mentioning that story. No, well, we've got a whole bunch of guys. Uh, it comes to military and muscle, the, the, the two go together, like peanut butter and jelly, Robert. <laughs> uh, but we, we've had quite a few champs, actually, that have been active military uh, that I can think. David Henry comes to mind, a good friend of mine. Uh, lives, he lives in, used to live in Phoenix, actually. They just moved to uh, Boston. But he was a reigning uh, 202 Olympia champion. That means he was in the 202-pound and under class. Uh, so he was the, the best in the world at what he does. Uh, some years ago, but uh, just recently I was down at the guy named Branch Warren's show uh, down in Texas, and he's one of the top bodybuilders in the world, but he had all kinds of military going on there, and a guy named Tank, who's, yeah. who's quite the character, uh, <laughs> I got to meet, and uh, th- this guy's great. I mean, he just makes appearances all over the, the world, literally, and he's a former Marine combat vet, and what he does now is he basically goes all over the place, pretty much just spreading goodwill and, and you know entertainment to, to troops. Uh, but th- this guy's off the leash. I mean, he, he is com- he completely out of his mind. Uh, and I say that in, in, with all due respect because he's a lot of fun. He's, he's a great guy to have in an event. Yeah, actually, uh, I reached out to him. He gave me his contact information, and he uh, got back in contact with me. So we're hoping that we can have him on a future show as well. That would be interesting. Get, get yeah. the, get, you better get the... Uh, the buzzer ready, uh, the the, beep? the beeper, yeah, whatever you blank out. He's <laughs> he's not short of opinion or language, so it's uh, yeah. I know that you were out there at that show, and there are a lot of veterans that are there. Military Muscle is another organization I think that you ran into. Yep, yep. So you got into bodybuilding when you were like twelve years old. Yep. Is that right? <laughs> Pretty much. 1977, well, you 78. To, you didn't have to say the year. Uh, listen, I wear it uh, proudly, my friend, as uh, as <laughs> my slightly older brother, as you know. Yeah, actually, I was in junior high school, actually, when I started. And oh, wow. it was prime time uh, for bodybuilding. That's when bodybuilding was still breaking out. Now, consider the time frame. Now, for those who are younger that are listening, Google is your best friend. Uh, 1977 was pinnacle in a few different ways. One, the movie Pumping Iron came out, which obviously most people have heard of. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Lou Ferrigno, yeah. uh, all the tops. Uh, let's see. Literally, if you're ever going to just watch one thing about bodybuilding, that's still, to this day, the movie, the, movie. The, the, the movie to watch. Yeah. Uh, put Arnold on the map and, and everybody else, including Ferrigno. Um, just after that, Ferrigno actually got the starring role in The Incredible Hulk. Now, before See, the, I didn't know the, the timing of that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's all around the same time frame. Uh, World's Strongest Man was out, and, and a couple of the bodybuilders, including Lou Ferrigno and Franco Colombo, competed in it and actually did fairly well. They beat a whole bunch of the guys. 
uh, you know, thus putting the rest of the old misconception that bodybuilders weren't strong or they just had useless right. muscles, that type of... you got to remember now, again, we're talking about the 70s, so right. bodybuilding wasn't nearly as accepted as, well, we as it is today. We didn't have as much, you know, the internet wasn't out, there wasn't television Correct. channels yeah. and cable and everything like there is today in social media, for yeah, sure. This, this is before Al Gore invented the internet, Yeah, <laughs> uh, With a little bit of help, I'm sure. Yeah. So... These, but these were what now we consider the golden days of bodybuilding. So the, the Incredible Hulk was on TV, and remember that this is days before CGI and all that kind of good stuff. Spielberg right. wasn't kicking around yet making these kind of movies. You know, the Incredible Hulk was played by a real guy. You know, who was huge himself. I mean, he was six five, you know, three hundred and something pounds. You know, as muscular as, as can be. Um, but that was the extent of it back then. And, and uh, Lou did that for some years, put him on the map. But all these things were out there that I was seeing. Now combine that with the fact that I'm a 12-year-old kid who's an avid comic book and superhero fan. And that was the recipe for me getting into bodybuilding. I just remember that movie so vividly myself, not to mention that I went out and started buying all these magazines and such, and I was probably all about 98 pounds soaking wet myself (laughs) during that time frame. But the fact that there was somebody that you could find as a hero like that, do you find that today, in today's sport... You know, do you find that because of social media and everything else, it's not, it seemed like it was much more rampant back then. And I don't know if it's just a changing of times or just, and there's more of a tighter knit community that's engaged. Well, interestingly, that kind of put bodybuilding on the mainstream map because it was literally just a locker room type, you know, thing, a very small niche sport. It's still considered a niche sport, but it's much bigger these days, obviously. So it's just that there's a lot more things going on today that we're aware of and have privy to because of the internet. And social media. Back then, it, there was nothing. I mean, you had TV and three stations at best. You know, yeah. again, this is even before cable right. and all that kind of good stuff. So, you know, we're really dating ourselves. But this is the way it was back then. And, um, you know, it, it would it made its way onto mainstream TV in that they would uh, broadcast the, you know, on the ABC Wide World of Sports, which was the place to be for any sporting event back then, you got to see the Mr. Olympia or the Mr. Universe, or, or whatever that they were putting on. Yeah, if you were um, lucky. If you were lucky, yeah. But yeah. they did have them back then. I mean, I remember seeing them and watching them. Um, then, when cable first came out, ESPN was looking at... Now, I remember, that was the days when a 24-hour format was not the norm. I mean, you and I both remember the days when, when TV went, quote, off the air. You know, literally. They <laughs> right. played they, they played the, the Star Spangled Banner. They had the whole Target thing. There, yeah, and, and then the little buzz. You know, you'd wake up at 3 in the morning with that, that fuzzing sound going on. But there there was literally no programming back then. Right, right. So when ESPN came on and they started a 24-hour format, they had to fill it up. Well, World's Strongest Man came on. Uh, I actually did some of my first national shows were covered by ESPN, uh, which I actually had gloriously uh, saved on VCR yeah. Uh, uh, you know, tapes, uh, which... I actually found a few of those, if you recall. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, now you just got to find a VCR to play them, so good luck with that. <laughs> no, but somebody had converted it over on YouTube right, or something. Right. They had the blurry picture. Oh, yeah, yeah. You had the whole hair thing going <laughs> yeah. on. Had the big hair working, yeah, you yeah. know. Mr. Cotta. It's my hair. <laughs> Somebody's going to have to be over 50, by the way, to get that reference. But. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That guy... That, that really Cat's does totally out of the loop right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. See now, now Cat is completely lost. Has no idea what we're, has not lived yeah. in a world without the internet. It doesn't know who Al Gore is and why he invented it or any of these kind of things. Born, I was born in '88, so it was it wasn't '88. Like I've got shoes older than you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't like the millennials nowadays. I mean, I <laughs> so, I. Uh, now, I still look forward to some like, good work. So. Now, just to give you some... In 1988, actually, I was at the national... I was competing in the USA Championships, Las Vegas, Nevada, which is interesting, Robert, because 
I'm actually off to the USA Championships uh, in a week. That's right. Uh, as the host these days. So I'm actually on the microphone. So I'm actually back on the same stage I competed at and won my pro card. I actually won the USA in 2000. So it's kind of cool that 16 years later, I'm actually announcing who Mr. USA is, uh, along with the other classes that have been added these days. But circling back, um, you know, we have a lot of military that's in bodybuilding. The, the two just seem to go together. And a lot of the national champs uh, and uh, USA champs, North American champs, these are the greatest amateurs, you know, that move on to the pro level, are military. And some of them in active military. Now, that's pretty impressive when you consider that you can it be is. active military. Yeah. Bodybuilding is literally a 24-hour-day job, getting meals in, getting cardio in, getting weight training in, having access to equipment and all that. But it shows you uh, what you can do with, with, with some fortitude and, and you know uh, some blinders on that you want a goal and you're going to achieve this goal, that we've had people that have done that. Now, they've got different competition levels now, though, that they could probably compete in even that much more. Like, oh, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. The, the Men's girls, physique. The women's bikini. Yeah. We have... Um, We've expanded greatly. Now, that's not exactly widely accepted uh, in terms of old school bodybuilders. Like when I grew up, there was bodybuilding. Right. That's it. That's it. Yeah. That's it. There was men's bodybuilding and then women's bodybuilding came in and that was it. Today, you have anything from bikini to uh, fitness, figure, women's physique, uh, women's bodybuilding, which isn't really around much anymore. Uh, women's physique kind of took that over. It's kind of a lesser women's bodybuilding, a little more accepted even in our own circles. Uh, then you have uh, men's bodybuilding, the men's 212. That's what I mentioned earlier. It used to be the 202, and then we kind of moved that up a little bit over the years. Uh, and then you get the men's uh, men's physique, and then now we have men's classic physique. Now, classic physique is kind of a halfway between the board shorts and bodybuilding. So they're bodybuilders, but they don't look like you know the, the beasts like you see today, like the Phil Heath and like Ty you. Green. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, kind of like myself, you yeah. know. But although I'm a much more svelte these days, Robert. Svelte <laughs> is the word you're looking for. I'm going to have to Google that, actually, yeah. when we get done. Yeah, Google that one. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, we've expanded greatly. So so bodybuilding, uh, you mentioned earlier, you asked earlier, is it more relevant now? Is it more prevalent now? Right. And the answer is yes and no. Prize money-wise, participation-wise, numbers-wise, it's off the chain. Oh, I was going to say. I it's, mean, it's incredible. I mean, you hear my stories every week. You right, know, every right. week I'm in a different town you know, hosting the shows. Um, there's hundreds of them. This weekend is the uh, Masters national and collegiate and team championships in Pittsburgh. Uh, at last count, they had over 900 bodies in the show. Now, Good. I say bodies because you get crossovers now. That's people that compete in more than one division. Right. They'll be into the 1,300, 1,400 person range. This is, I remember when, if you had 100 people in a show, it, it was ludicrous. Like, you know, oh my God, you hear that? They're going to have 100 people to show, you know. Then it was 200, then 300. Now, that's a little unusual. Right. Uh, those aren't normal, even the national shows. But uh, I just talked to my good friend John Lindsay last night, who's the uh, the promoter of the USA Championships. Now, that's once again in Las Vegas next week. They've got over 700 bodies right now. Good God. you got to call that show? Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> that means 700 all... names will get will get called. Yeah, so you figure the average 15 seconds to 30 seconds per no, person? Yeah. yeah, yeah. They all get their time. I mean, you know, they pay yeah. good money for that. It's not a cheap venture. You're, you're talking about a business venture that's in the hundreds of thousands of dollars for the promoter and the people that uh, are part of the business end of it. So bodybuilding has become very lucrative over the years. Now, that's in part because of the advent of the new classes that have been added. Now, for the bodybuilding purist... They don't want to sit through board shorts and, and bikinis even and all that. They just want bodybuilding, you know. And But look, at like all things, you either evolve or you get eaten up. Uh, I'm not so sure bodybuilding would even be around in the, anywhere even close to where it is right now, if not for the idea that these other classes have been added over the years. 
Um, it has expanded the brand of body. When you say body, bodybuilding is one big, broad, general term. Right. Now you get into, are you a competitive bodybuilder? Uh, you know, like when we say bodybuilding, it's all encompassing. You're a bikini athlete, you're a bodybuilder. You know, it's right. that type of thing. Um, but yeah, it's added literally, you know, hundreds of thousands of people into our business. And that trickles down into the supplement business, uh, into the business of what we call the business of bodybuilding. Uh, and that's anything from gym chains to supplement companies to apparel companies. There's companies now today it's evolved where they make food. Right, like for, pancakes for the competitors. and right, stuff like that. Well, I've seen. that, but they actually make meals. They actually make meals that are prepared and ready to your specifications, delivered to your door. So let's just say you want, hey, listen, I got meals of uh, six ounces of chicken, 40 grams of carbs, and some sort of a uh, vegetable. Those are made up uh, to your specifications. And then, then they have their own. And there's different companies that do that now. Wow. The tanning business has exploded. Oh, yeah. You know, in the old days, you used to go buy it and they, you know. That orange stuff that you yeah. rubbed on, yeah. They had, I mean, there was basically two companies. It was There was Dioderm and and, uh, and then ProTan came along, which was a great, you know, tanning product. And you, you basically painted it on yourself to make you as dark as possible so that when you got on stage, you know, you looked great under the lights. Consider it like makeup to a, to a uh, an actor. Right. You know, but that's exploded now where they've got, you know. The spray uh, tan. The spray tan. You know, now you yeah. go there, they set up all these, you know, there's 50 tents set up there in a room. And they're making money hand over fist because, you know, listen, it's a lot, whole lot easier than you doing it yourself or getting your ma to do your, you know. Right. I mean, I remember doing the, hey, ma, can you hit my back here? You know, <laughs> right. uh, it was ridiculous, but that's what that's what you did back then. Yeah. Um, so you can see that, like, the, the business world in bodybuilding has exploded into a multi-million dollar, you know, probably a billion, billion dollar yeah, business. Yeah, I got to say billion. Um, you know, when you get into all these facets of, of different businesses that you can encompass, uh, the supplement business, of course, is number one. When we talk about body, and it's always been. I mean, it's always oh, been yeah. around from whatever type of products first started coming out. I mean, that was some nasty tasting powder <laughs> back in the day. That, I used it. Let me tell you something. Yeah. Back in the old days, there was only a few things. There was Bob Hoffman, who was kicking around, who was an old time strong man out of the 1930s and 40s, literally, and Joe Weider, which most people have heard his name. And he had like the Weider protein. and Yeah, that's what Bob, I used yeah. to take. God. They had some Woo. stuff, they had Tiger's Milk Bars and. and yes. uh, but some of it was, yeah, they didn't have things like stevia and, uh, you know, these different f- flavorings that they, that you can use now that don't really add anything. It was either sugar or no sugar. And I was trying to remember. I don't even think they had chocolate. I think it was just... Oh, yeah, they had it. Did they? Yeah, but it was, you know, it tastes like, you know, a shoebox. You know, it was, it was <laughs> you know, you'd be eating stuff that, that tasted like sawdust. I mean, it wasn't particularly good. They tried to mask the flavor, but what it tasted like was stuff that you were trying to mask the flavor. Right. Uh, today, they've got stuff today that's not, that tastes just like a, you know, Snickers bar. I mean, it's that good. Of course, they use different ways of flavoring it now that they just didn't have these things back then. But the supplement industry is what drives the bodybuilding industry. The sales of supplements, which is a multi-billion-dollar industry, is really what backs up uh, uh, the sport of bodybuilding. In terms of endorsements, uh, you know, I've been the, the second I won the USA in 2000, I signed a deal with GNC, you know, as an endorsement deal as an endorsed athlete. Uh, so I went around and I peddled uh, not just GNC but Pro Performance, which was their brand of products. Gotcha. Um, you know, and there's, there's you know thousands of companies, obviously. Um, including uh, Iron Mag Labs, Robert. Yeah, how about that for a segue? <laughs> That's a great segue. And uh, Iron Mag Labs is a company I just uh, signed with uh, not 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 too long ago, uh, and I'm on as the uh, VP of Business Relations and Product Endorsement. You know, so basically I help out with spreading the the, the gospel of IML. Uh, that's what they go by. They're based out of Las Vegas. Uh, my good friend uh, Rob DiMaggio uh, started that some years back and has been very successful. But what you're seeing now is you're seeing the supplement business has branched out beyond the, just the sport of bodybuilding. 
uh, where they're involved in anything from military, as you know. Right. Um, we've had people going overseas. Uh, we've had companies. I was involved with a company called Bodybuilding.com for many years. Uh, for years, we shipped hundreds of pallets of product to the military. Yeah, mostly, you know, everything that they would send over there as far as, like, supplements is just, I mean, you have that metrics or uh, the cliff bars. I mean, that's... Yeah. You can't really take all of that over there with you, but most of the time, like with bodybuilding, the guys that would do that, it was, or and girls, it was like an outlet for them, you know, especially if you had downtime. So actually having proper nutrition was extremely important. Yeah, no, it definitely, you see, you see that a lot over there and even back home on the, on the posts. Now, Kat, uh, Robert tells me you're getting ready for a uh, competition of sorts yourself. There are a few competitions that I'm getting ready for, actually. Well, what's uh, this? What's this craziness he's telling me about you? It's some some sort of a uh, yomp. Yeah, I don't know what okay. you. Okay, so <laughs> and I actually, well, this past weekend I just went and got some some new Merrells that my husband suggested to start breaking in, and those are some hiking boots. But we had a guest on the show that told us about how they do this yomp, which is like a ruck for us here to honor the the Marines over there, and. They said that they don't really have a great American showing. I'm like, well, why not? You know, I'm like, this is a perfect opportunity, and I would love to represent the U.S. in doing this yomp, which is so happens to be, uh, what did they say, Robert? 103 miles yeah, total. 166.4 kilometers. <laughs> so which comes out to about 103 miles. And fortunate enough for me, I'm I am married to a ranger who knows all about long walking and distance and embracing the suck. So. He's been very proactive in my training and helping me get out of plans. So the, actually today is my very first day in starting my my walking. I think the biggest thing is I'm so used to having to do training that hurts my body. And I know this is going to hurt my body, but the biggest thing with this is just keeping a, keeping focused on having to walk that long because I have like the attention span of, of a squirrel. So it's like <laughs> I just keep going and, and the faster you go, the faster you'll be done. Yeah, next next Memorial Weekend is the yomp and i'm gonna i'm gonna go over to the uk and walk my heart out <laughs> so straight through too there's no breaking everybody i've talked to like oh you get to camp on the side of the road and like have a nice dinner i'm like no like you just keep going <laughs> and going and going until you're done so, now, now so robert, I'm, re I'm really excited robert certainly you can't let cat do this herself i mean uh, <laughs> i mean come on man but what, I... what's great about it is that a lot of the encouragement comes at like the last 10 to 20 miles and a lot of people they they come on then to walk with the people that have been going the whole time and i've been telling robert like we can do this this is awesome you know like what a great opportunity and he's like yeah, going to the UK is awesome, and I'll cheer you on the whole way. I think I Robert are. should participate and be right next to you I, every step of the I, way. I am going to be a major supporter of Cat. Absolutely, I appreciate that. And you know, actually, I you know, ever since I've been doing my research and you know, doing the training and everything, and and I've been talking with my husband about it. He he just had his fifth knee surgery, but he whatever they did this time, it was a civilian doctor. Actually, I'm thinking fixed it. So he's like, yeah, maybe I'll do this with you. I'm like, that'd be awesome. You know, like. Sure. Uh, we're both well. He's still in the service, but I'm ex-military, and to support the United States and and do this for our country would just be, um, well, you know, it's just another way to give back. What is it? The last ten miles can't that people can join you, or or is it just someone can join you? The last ten, they said uh, the last ten miles that you do, anybody. They they said they have a lot of the observers or um, people that volunteer will actually jump in on the on the 
track and and walk the last there you go bob see now there's a good reason for the two of us to actually join cat we'll do the last 10 miles make it seem as though we did all 103 10 miles i I can't you don't have to you don't have to join me you can just drag me the last 10 miles we'll bring a wheelbarrow that we can do yeah we we can we will push you along bob can certainly throw you over his back and carry those last 10 miles i've got faith in you bob uh, yeah, listen, I haven't picked up girls in years, Robert, but I mean, uh, I can, you know, I'm a married man for God's sake. You don't sake. need to. Your wife is beautiful. <laughs> now, nah, listen, we got every faith in you, Kat, that, that uh, you'll represent, of course, and anything we can do at IML, you know, we've, we've got all kinds of good supplements, of course, to help you get training along the way, to increase durability, to increase oxygen into the blood, all that good stuff. Uh, we're certainly going to take care of you. And I think, you know, just you, you talking about that and, you know, hearing you talk about bodybuilding back in the 70s and how it came up and how the military is so involved in it now, like that, I have seen that through physical fitness and doing this competition, it keeps that drive instilled in veterans. And I honestly think it's a lifesaver. And to have a product that, you know, just gives you that extra oomph that you need. But to be in a, a society where you have that commitment and that there's other like-minded people, it's such a great fit for their, for military members. And that, you know, especially when you're transitioning out of the military, that you kind of feel lost. So having this opportunity to go to at a facility where people get you is just incredible. And I think that having the, the right supplements, that's the biggest thing. It's like they were sending garbage to us over there. And it's like, I remember <laughs> right. when I was taking that stuff, I'm like, man, I am getting fat. Like, this is not meant for me. I'm like, what is all the, you know, extra water? I mean, that stuff is not made for women. But to have, like, a product line for the type of job that they do overseas and, like, what I, you know, like you said, getting the endurance and the durability, I think is extremely important. And, like, I'm, like I said, I'm starting today. I'm not taking any supplements, and I'm waiting for my, uh, to get in touch with Tasha, and Mm -hmm. we're going to, you know, figure out a plan to where, no, I can. I you know I'm successful on the on the walk, but doing it in a healthy way. Well, Cat, so. uh, funny you should mention that because uh, Robert, guess what? Our good friends at IML have come up with IML Hers. Now that is a uh, a whole line dedicated just for women, so it's formulated differently uh, because there is a difference. There is a difference. Most guys are looking to build muscle, build mass, strength, all that kind of stuff. So the supplements reflect that. Um, no woman wants to take a weight gainer. They, they just think, you know, that's it's like jumbo shrimp. You know what I mean? Just, it ain't going to happen. Um, <laughs> most of the women are looking for more cardiovascular, for weight loss, for, you know, endurance. Uh, so they have formulated those, and, and uh, they're actually uh, working on that right now. Actually, labeling is done. Product uh, formulation is put into place. So uh, we're going to get Cat hooked up with that. But, yeah, there's a, there is a difference, and in, in the market today is reflective of, of one of diversity in, in terms of supplements and how they're made. And it's not all equal. Like I say, there are supplements that are just made now for women, um, as well, well as there's stuff just for guys. I mean, the know. guy stuff, I mean, you might be taking 30, 40 grams per serving oh, of yeah. protein. Yeah. And that's that's not something most women want to do. Well, again, they're not looking for bulk. You know, most right. women are not looking for, you know, to, to look like me with long hair. You know, I mean, right. it's just, you know, not that there's anything wrong. Or I'm right. not pretty enough, Robert, right. but... I would uh, like to see you with the long hair and the lipstick. And that would be there. something. Yeah. yeah, that would be frightening. You, you'll really. have to walk like that the last ten miles. <laughs> yeah, yeah there you uh, go. There you go. In high heels. Everything's a change nowadays. So yeah, well, that'll, that'll give you some too, pump yeah. for your calves, but <laughs> that's for sure. And some heels too. No, I was just thinking. There's this photo that you know that storms the internet of myself and my partner when I was in Afghanistan, and everyone's like, I don't understand. You, you look so much thicker. I'm like, yeah, because I was taking supplements for men. And it's funny that you say that because it's like those supplements that they were giving us overseas, 
they do. They put the bulk on you, and it's, geez, cat, like how much do you weigh now? I'm like, I was 30 pounds heavier when I was overseas. <laughs> yeah, right. Mostly because I was taking the wrong supplements. But yeah, that's really important too. Just, to, I mean, I'm so excited about the hers line because it's so many of the women that I've talked to, they are thrilled to have just something that will help with the average daily day events and activities that women do and you know something that's simple to use so i'm i'm i couldn't be more excited absolutely and i'd like to give a shout out to two guys one i'm going to see this week actually in my travels uh, his name is xavius gaden he's an active military guy he's an ifbb pro uh, out of california um and this guy is top notch he's a men's physique pro and then there's a gentleman named robert timms who's also active military who's getting ready for his first olympia uh, coming wow. up. And, and this guy, let me tell you something. He actually might become, we've got a brand new division I, I mentioned earlier called Classic Physique. Well, you talk about Classic Physique, and anybody, tell you what, while you got your computers open, uh, look up Robert Timms and look up Xavier's Gate. Look at the physiques on these guys. This guy might might very well be your very first ever uh, men's Classic Physique Olympia champ. I mean, he's that good. And the reason why I mention that is, as I can say, these are active military, Robert. These are guys who are currently serving. They're not retired. They're not you know, uh, past that date, you know what I mean? And in terms of they got... Which is amazing. It is amazing, really, because when you see uh, other Olympians, when you talk to other Olympians, and again, we're talking the Olympia is the Super Bowl of bodybuilding. That's the number one in the world. Um, it's a full-time job, like I said earlier. It's it's a dedication of 24 hours a day of preparing yourself just to, you know, and you talk to anybody who's the best in the world at what they do. That's what, that's what has to get put into it. So the fact that they can serve their country while getting themselves in that shape and have a legitimate shot to, to be, you know, they're in the mix. You're not just there to have fun or, right. you know, hey, man, we're just happy to be here kind of thing. These guys are in the mix. Pretty yeah. impressive. It is impressive. I absolutely love this program that you put together. Um, it's getting a lot of traction, of course, and, and people are loving it. But, you know, it's real talk, and, and I think people appreciate that. These are real people, real veterans that, that you have on. Uh, some of these stories are fantastic, you know, that, that to listen to. But more than that, like I say, that the very name says it all, Mentors for Military. And um, there's a mentorship program here. I mean, and that's kind of the ideal is that you can learn, you know, learn from those that have gone before you, you know, learn, especially in uh, post-military life. I think that's kind of more important because most people are going to spend more time out of the military than they did in the military. You know, how do you transition into a successful career? How do you, how do you transition into making a good living? Right. Uh, you know, what do you do when you get out of the military? You know, most people are lost, as, as you're, uh, you well know. You know, they don't know how to, you know, they have to cope with civilian life and, and how to function in it. And it's a whole different ballgame. So uh, congratulations on putting together a great show. Thanks. And and providing some leadership for, for those out there looking for it. Well, I think, you know, one of the biggest things for us, and we've said it quite often, is if you can actually take away even a snippet of what we're saying within the show, then we've done what we hope to do and accomplish that within Mentors for Military. Because it may not be that you're... You know, you receive a specific overall mentoring this show. It might be another show. It could be that you're inspired, you're empowered. If we're able to do one of those types of things, I think that's kind of what we we wanted to put the show together for. And the fact that we're able to give it back or reach back and help out our brothers and sisters in arms, it's it's really cool to be able to do that. And now you can help out your brothers and sisters with arms, Robert. <laughs> that's a gun show. <laughs> the gun show is right here. 
Uh, well, so you've got a show coming up. I want to make sure two things. We talk about the show that you've got coming up in Dallas, uh, actually Fort Worth, and it's going to be the 20th of August. That's is that right. Correct? Yep. So tell us if anybody's interested in getting in contact with that show, how they can attend it, especially if we have some military that are stationed in and around Dallas-Fort Worth area. You need to get to this show. As you hear, Bob is a big supporter of us military and veterans, so let's try to lend our support to him as well. Absolutely. Well, my first show, believe it or not, I, I've done pretty much everything there is to do in this business over the 30-some-odd years I've been involved, but I've never actually promoted my own show until this year. So August 20th, Fort Worth, Texas, we're at the Will Rogers Auditorium, uh, very well known in the Fort Worth area, and a, a very beautiful looking, uh, it's an old school auditorium, which I like, because that screams bodybuilding to me. Right. That's kind of where I started. So I, I always prefer the auditorium style more to the you know, expo. I and mean, some of these things are so big now, Robert, they're just, they're huge. They're, yeah. You know, you know, 500,000 to a million square feet of space with, you know, boots and things. So to me, it's a little bit of an old school look, which I kind of like. And um, so it's going to be a great show, but we want to extend our appreciation to the military by offering a 20% discount oh, awesome. on tickets. Uh, so anybody that's in the Fort Worth area, uh, you just come on down, show, show your military ID. We'll, we'll be more than happy to extend a 20% discount to you. You know, just our little thank you for people uh, in the military to support and supporting us. Um, it's going to be a good show. It's a national qualifying event for those amateurs looking to get ready for the nationals, the uh, USA championships, those type of things. This is where they come to qualify. Well, I know that there's a lot of people out there on Instagram that are either veterans or military that I, I've seen that they're going to be competing within a show coming up. So I don't know if they're going to continue on and, and they're going to be in the Dallas area, but if they are, I certainly encourage them to do that. And of course, if you're living around the area and you're military or veterans, then take Bob up on his offer, show your ID card and try to get that 20% discount. And you can get that online, Robert. We, we've uh, put together a website, bobsnpcshow.com. It's NPC is a national physique committee. Uh, that's the governing body behind the, the uh, competition. So we figured that was about as simple as it could get. Bob'sNPCShow.com kind of says it all. Yes, that's it. That's cool. And I think it does say it all. Thanks so much again, Bob, for coming on. For those of you that's going to be in that area, please make sure that you go out and see Bob. And then also you've got a show that occasionally comes on. I don't want to forget that as well. On Bodybuilding.com or is it Muscular? MuscularDevelopment.com. Uh, yeah, I have my own show, actually. Uh, we did radio for years. That was on Bodybuilding.com and... Uh, you know, now we've kind of moved on. So we we have a show called The Last Rep that we put together, um, and it's a basically it's a podcast uh, for for lack of better. Uh, we actually Skype it, so you can see our lovely faces as we're talking to each other. But uh, we talk about the world of bodybuilding and things related to it, so people can tune into that. Uh, TheLastRep.com, or you can certainly go on uh, MuscularDevelopment.com and, and tune in. You know, it's pretty much a weekly show, give or take. Uh, sometimes we get a little busy with the travels and all that. Oh, speaking of which, Robert, I'd be remiss. If I didn't use that phrase, of course, Robert. And uh, the, <laughs> Give me a perfect opportunity. Yeah, the Mr. Olympia competition. Now, as we, I mentioned, everybody pretty much knows what the Olympia is. Again, the Super Bowl of bodybuilding. Coming up once again. Now, we've been in Vegas for, I think, the last 11 or 12 years now. So that's pretty much become our hub. Um, but that is the best of the best of the best. So they'll be there. The reason why I bring it up, though, is we always take care of our military uh, with free tickets uh, for the Olympia. Uh, so we encourage any military oh, that's going to be that's in Vegas or going to just come to the Olympia. Uh, that we we've been taking care of our military for geez, I don't know the last I want to say ten years. Uh, that we've offered free tickets for active military. So if anybody's uh, interested, uh, they can come on down. You can go to MrOlympia.com. Of course, all your information is there. But this September, once again at the Orleans Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada, the best of the best engaged to see who wins the title of Olympia champ. Awesome. 
Can't get any better than free. No, free is good. Yeah. Never pass up free, but it's a great opportunity to meet the champs because we call it the Olympia experience because it's a whole weekend. From Wednesday to Sunday, there's stuff going on every single day from the athletes' uh, press conference that we do, which is always interesting. We got some fireworks always going on with these guys kind of battling it out, you know, uh, on the microphone before they get on the stage to battle it out. To the Meet the Olympians, you get a chance to actually go meet these guys and girls uh, personally. Get yourself an 8x10, or, or they've got you know shirts for sale, you know all kinds of uh, stuff. And then we go on with the show from there. Two full days of Expo, Friday and Saturday. And then, of course, the crown jewel of the weekend, Robert. Other than the Mr. Puniverse, that's a whole different thing that we run. <laughs> I'll tell you about that in a second. But that is the, 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 the hidden crown jewel. But uh, the Weeder uh, Superstar Seminar, which is on Sunday, uh, which is always a treat. Because it's always interesting to talk to people after the show. To kind of see how they thought about their placing, if they thought they should have placed higher, which of course everybody does. My mother, Robert, thinks I should have won every show I've ever been oh, in. Oh, I'm sure she did. Yeah, yeah. sweet mother. But the the, the Mister Puniverse, we actually we actually started this some years ago to fill some time. We actually take volunteers from the audience. This is live at the expo, uh, and, and we, basically we're looking for the skinniest, never touched a weight. You know, just if they stuck out their tongue, they look like a zipper. <laughs> You know, these type of guys. I mean, the Mr. Puniverse. And let me tell you, we never have any problem getting at least 12 to 15 guys up there. That'll get on stage. Oh, yeah. Get they, out. No, no, I wouldn't They take it off. They, bro, the shirts come off. They, they drop get trout. Out. Uh, it's absolutely hilarious. Oh, and, I bet it is. And, of course, with me providing commentary on yeah, it. Yeah, it's got to be good. Oh, the, yeah. We're just we're looking for the, the worst of the worst. And they uh, they come out, but we give them weight gainer and all kind. Of, we have this little Puniverse trophy that we have made up. <laughs> we actually had a defending champ come back a couple years ago. The guy came up and, he, and he's waving like I'm on the stage, you know, with the microphone. Yeah. And he's waving his arms around. I'm kind of looking down at him, and he's got the the trophy. You know, he's kind of holding. It's just a little wiry looking. You know, it's just cheap little looking thing we yeah. put together. Uh, and he's like, "Hey, I'm the, I'm the champ. I'm the champ." And I'm like, "Wait a minute, that's the guy who won." Last. So we actually had a defending champ come back, come back to to defend the Puniverse. And he, awesome. and he lost, Robert. Oh. Somebody was worse than he was. <laughs> yeah. He actually, I think he gained a pound and, or two when it took he, him out of the running. he trained all year for that event. Well, see, that's the difference. The other guy didn't train all year ah, and won the event. Yeah. That's your difference. Yeah. Makes makes a huge difference. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't eat for a year. So what Bob's saying is don't eat. Don't take any supplements. No, no. It's, oh, it's okay. Nothing. All right. Yeah. Nothing. It's, uh, yeah, the puny verse. But. Yeah, MrOlympia.com for anybody that's looking to purchase tickets or more information. Uh, and uh, like I say, active military, come on down, boys. We'll take care of you. Sounds good. I think it's just good to know, you know, we can put all this information. It's going to be on the website, mentorsformilitary.com. And if you subscribe to our newsletter, you'll be getting all of it emailed to you. So please check that out and subscribe. Awesome. Thanks again, Bob, for coming on the show and uh, supporting veterans. You got it, Robert. Cat, good talking to you, and then best of luck with your uh, crazy uh, hiking that you're going to be doing for 100 and something miles. I'll join you for the last, what is it, 100.3 miles? 103 miles, Robert? Yes. 103 miles, I'll yeah. be there for the point three. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> All right, man. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to our podcast. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and at Facebook by searching at Mentors, the number four M-I-L, and please subscribe to our podcast. It's free, and it ensures you're the first to hear our latest podcast show. We have several options depending upon your device, and we're at iTunes, SoundCloud, at Stitcher, and at TuneIn Radio. It doesn't matter whether you are searching for your passion or purpose, finding your way through a military or civilian career, working on your fitness, or just about to climb Mount Kilimanjaro. Get after it.